everybody, welcome back to Wicked Sports, and welcome back to the Villa, the Villa Villa, where we cover Austin Villa with our host, Aaron Slater. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. All Villa fans are doing fantastic. Yeah, another victory. What's that? At least four in a row. How many? Uh, how many geez. is this in a row? Let me pull I this up. Ask that question, huh? Sorry, I'm sorry. Guy, so, I think it's four in a row. Hold on. Four. And then we had a draw at the back end with West Ham. Yeah. Right. So, so, pretty good run. Yeah. Um, oh, this is fantastic. This is exactly what we wanted from uh, Unai. No, exactly. And so, what did you see in this victory over Nottingham Forest? 2 0. Tell me about it. Uh, so, you know, Nottingham Forest is the whole, uh, uh, oh my God, what's Robin Hood thing going on? You know, steal from the rich. They weren't stealing from us today. The king said, bro, we're taking our riches. And Villa absolutely, they weren't super dominant in the first half. They had a few opportunities to score, but, you know, it was one of those halves where you just kind of play it out and you play defense and you play it for the second half. Um, it was a little bit of lackluster, a little out of sync. Forest actually kind of looked like they could have scored after the first 15 minutes, but they didn't take that. Um, Bailey unfortunately picked up a hamstring injury. So Bertrand Traore, the, the hero from the last match, uh, against Leicester, got subbed on, and um, really, again, the first half wasn't too much. It was defensive played all the way around. Right. Um, but the second that half, that would work out, right? Yeah, I mean, we got through there. We they didn't score. Unfortunately, we didn't score, but it doesn't matter because the second half, that's where it counts. And uh, Bertrand Traore again, the guy only scores goals if the opposition passes it to him. <laughs> he did it against Leicester and then he did it against uh Nottingham Forest today. Uh he he not today over the weekend, but he right. drove to the byline, hit an outside foot pass. Uh it was collected by John Cho Shelby, who decided to pass it to nobody. And Bertrand Charlie said, Cool, that's on my left foot. I'm just gonna put it in the other, I'm gonna put it in the box in the net. Uh it was it was fantastic. It was so good, and it's so nice to see because Bertrand Charlie, um if you're not a Villa fan, he was actually like excommunicated to the U23s. Um, Gerard did not like him at all. Obviously for no good reason because he is a dynamic player and he puts right. up only bangers. So really like this change in manager has been a, a godsend for him. Pretty much. I mean, they called him from back from Turkey, like I've said before, and he had picked up an injury, but finally he's getting his feet back under him. And he, and you know, there was a quote out there where he said that uh, Bertrand had said um, that he wants to, he wants to play as much or as good as the coaches believing into him. He doesn't want to let the coach down essentially, right. which is fantastic to hear as a fan and as a coach manager, you know, you know like, you're going to put 110% all the time. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, the rest of the match, we only needed one goal. We had a shot out in this in this game. It was 2-0. Um, but Ollie Watkins in the 95th minute said, uh, I, I like my goal scoring record. Let's keep it going. So he added another yeah. goal 
And uh, he actually got a yellow card at the end of the match for tearing off his jersey and celebrating. It was fantastic. Oh, man. That seems excessive to me, but I guess there's some decorum. That's nah. nah. Rip that. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, the I'll yellow give him the yellow card. I see. Yeah, I think yeah. you should be able to celebrate, you know, Hell yeah. as much so, as you want scoring a goal. Come on. Hell yeah. Do some backflips. Tear your jersey off. I don't care. Yeah. Um, overall, though, this match, um, it wasn't the best day in the office, but, you know, great teams find a way to win. And, you know, Villa's looking like they're starting to press to be a great team. And that's what they went out and did. Uh, we played well on defense again. We caught Forrest uh, seven times offside, which is great. It's a nice feeling as far as the defensive line has such a um, cohesive unit to be able to pull people offside because there's a technique to that too. It's not just like runners are uh, looking to always be offside. It's it's there's There's communication between your back line to jump the guy before the pass. So they were doing excellent with that. Um, they held Forrest to 66% pass accuracy and only a 0.25 XG uh, goal, expected goal. So it's very nice. It's it's a fantastic. It, this reminds me of the season um, 2021, I believe, where they got like, I want to say it was like 13 or 14 shutouts. And it's kind of like, it feels like that kind of defensive uh, cohesiveness and togetherness and we're gonna we're gonna do whatever we can to hold a clean sheet there's some proudness behind it now there's right. no nobody's hanging their heads everybody's picking themselves up it's it's such a fantastic thing to see definitely um the, again we've had we had high uh, possession stats again where it was like 65 percent possession um which is exactly what Uwe Ball is. Uh, and it wasn't just possession. Uh, not that... to be mistaken with the director, Uwe Ball. <laughs> completely different thing. Yeah, no, I don't want to get that. Uwe Ball. Uwe Ball. There we go. <laughs> uh, the possession was, it's very much uh, how Uwe Ball is. And it wasn't just possession that was knocking it at the back line between the center backs and the halfbacks. It was, it was in the other third of uh, the, the, the final third. It wasn't, you know, always good, but it was there to be had. Um, let's see. Villa also feel very comfortable now playing out the back. Uh, it was kind of a thing where the transition you can kind of see before with Gerard and, uh, Dean Smith, that they never really played out the back. Um, this style, though, is more of a play out the back and through your goalkeeper, through the center backs, through the midfield kind of style. It was a progression. Uh, players like Kanza had a hard time with it, but he seems to be finally picking up with it. Mings is actually flourishing right now with it. He uh, it seems more comfortable carrying the ball out and the, actually attacking, attacking players on the other half. So... It, it's it's starting to you can see the building blocks and they're starting to go. But that's, I mean, overall, this match, this match was critical. Yeah, and again, it's it's what we've been talking about. Like 
just building, building, building the second uh, half of the season here. Yes. Yep. Because then it brings in players for the next summer too. So that's yeah. Next next year is going to be, I think, very. I mean, we never know what's going to happen with anything, but the trend of Villa is very positive, and like you mm-hmm. said, maybe we we'll get some good signings out of this. Hopefully, I, I think we will. I mean, Unai breeds winning, so anybody who any player who wants to come in is gonna want to win. So why not go to a winning coach? Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, there are some key things that have been happening here. Uh, number one, Villa have made it known that they're a force in the Premier League by winning this many matches. I mean, they've had, man, since Unai started, I believe it's somewhere in the high 30s points. Um, so we're starting to show. Number two, we're sitting sixth on the table, which is a dream. It's a dream right now. I mean, we can actually think of Europe on our mind right now. Number three, we finally have a positive goal differential. It may only be one, but it's fantastic to have a positive goal differential. It means our defense is kicking ass and our offense is putting in the ball and put the ball in the net. And number four, I think Ollie Watkins is still running around right now. That guy has an <laughs> engine. He doesn't stop. Right. Yeah, I mean, not like you said, another goal in this match. So, yeah, good stuff. He's been kicking it. So those are the things that have been that, – that's what Villa have been doing. They've been doing great with it. Love it. So looking forward, what do we got on the agenda here for Villa? We have a revenge match. Okay. Tell me yep. about Newcastle. Newcastle revenge match. Uh, they stomped us at uh, St. James Park earlier uh, when Aaron, Aaron Danks was the manager at the interim manager. Or we were looking for – the perfect man, uh, which we have found. Thank you. I'm not even going to thank Christian Perslow. Screw you, guy. You suck. Uh, he was the guy who brought in uh, Steven Gerrard because they were worked together. So now that we... little nepotism you know, for there. Sure. For sure. Oh, well, it's like one of those things where the GM, he's not really the GM. I think he's a CFO. But, you know, he wants to put a stamp on the team, and that's what he tried doing. And it uh, did not work as well as he thought it did. Right. So Nasefi Suarez, one of the owners, actually went out and got and communicated with Unai Emery in order to bring him on board. But uh, this match, <clears throat> Villa lost 4 nothing. Um, they definitely look like a team that were man- managerless. Uh, so this match right here, we need to pick up the pace and we need to win this match. We, It's a home match. You should win all your home matches, but we really need to win this one because of how bad we lost the last time. Uh, the key players we really need to look out for is uh, Alexander Isak. Uh, he's been scoring goals crazy, uh, as well as Ali Watkins has been lately. Uh, he's long, lanky, and he just he makes himself like a big, awkward unit, essentially. Joe Linton, another guy who has been in form, and Cullum Wilson. All these guys, we... They're attacking players, most of them. Uh, they really need defense, really needs to be tight on them. So, Ashley Young needs to wake up for this match. Other than that, you know, I, I'm thinking, I'm hope, I don't want to say I hope for a draw because it makes me sound like a bad Villa fan. Both teams are running really, really hot right now. Uh, it was 
so we have four wins in a row right now. Uh, Newcastle have five wins in a row. So this is like a clash of titans pretty much. So I want to hope for all three points. The scenario I see is probably a 2-2 draw. All right. Yeah, I mean, that'd be much uh, better than the first game of 4-0. I actually looked it up. That was our second episode of coming off of that uh, blowout. So hopefully when we record next, it's it's a much uh, happier team than that last one. I'm sure a lot of Villa fans are hoping for at least, you know, a point. Definitely three points, but a point overall. Definitely. All right, Aaron, anything else you want to touch on that we didn't get to yet? Uh, yes, actually, there's one thing. Um, Villa and a, I think five other teams are actually coming to the United States uh, over yes. the summer. Uh, and they will be going to, I believe, Orlando. Uh, there's a Philly and mm-hmm. Atlanta. Nice. I'm definitely going to try to get tickets for one of those games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. So kind of like a friendly little tournament yes. here in the States to get to yep. show off uh, the, the big leagues to the Americans. Yes, for were. sure. Well, it's like also branding and marketing and blah, 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 you know, that whole yeah. flourish of things. It'll be exciting, I think. Yeah. I think it'll be good for for soccer here in the States to have the Premier League teams come over. Heck yeah. I mean, it's, it only builds the premier league and it, it doesn't do much for the MLS, but it just helps branding for the premier league and being able yeah. to, uh, you know, make more money. <laughs> That's really exactly. what it comes down to. It's, money. Hey, it's the same say when the NFL goes to England or Germany, same thing. Exactly. So that'll be fun. Yep. All right. And uh, anything you want to promote before we get on out of here? Uh, swing at shins if you want to check us out uh, Rhett and I promote, more, promote we talk more about the Premier League as a whole um, who's getting fired probably nobody this week honestly who's getting hired and who's to stay at the top so, or get relegated but we don't we don't touch on that anymore it's a shit shoot <laughs> yeah tough to predict that at this uh, point it's, it's a crap shoot yeah, we'll, we'll see you there. So, yeah, Swing and Shins, top link in the description, as always. And uh, you can follow it on, like, all social media, just like you can follow Wicked Sports on all social media. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Brian. We'll see you all in the next one.